delighted to say that this week's podcast, episode 22, is being sponsored by none other than Chancellor Rishi Sunak. The message? He's uh, resigned. What? He's resigned. Has he? Yeah. Oh, it's all right. No, it's, it's all right because I got another email. I got oh, another brill, email. Brill. This podcast is sponsored by Health Secretary Sajid Javid. He's resigned as well. Oh, it's all right. No, it's all right because I got uh, well, Secretary. Yeah, uh, this podcast is being sponsored by Well Secretary Simon Hart. He's gone. Uh, Northern Ireland Secretary no, Brandon Lewis. Gone. Educational Secretary. Gone. They've all got. Should we just do the show? Yeah, let's just do the show then. Well, I don't think we'll be getting the money from them sponsors. Oh, dear me. We'll just have to fund this one ourselves, aren't we? I know. We? Self-funding, Steve. Very Self-funding. disappointing. It's the future. Like, it's um, the future. We're like a male only fans. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to slowly reveal. I'll undo a button. There you go. That is disgusting. That, that's, that there. It's an incredible T-shirt you've got on today, Steve. And it's, it's very retro, isn't it? Very it R.E. teacher. What do you think? Yeah, he's got a vest on underneath. <laughs> What's that? No, it's a vest. What's that black not thing? A vest. Oh, that's the thing. Uh, listen, lining. Sorry, I've uh, I've jumped in. You normally do a very professional introduction. To yeah, the show. I was going to tell people what's on. I was not discussing my sorry. attire. Sorry, right? Do it. I'll tell you what we'll be discussing. Well, we didn't catch up to be honest with you. So we because there's a lot that we haven't managed to talk about in the last two weeks, and we want to discuss them this week. So. Best and worst presents. Yeah. That's on over for two weeks now. And from last week, we'll hopefully finally discuss school sports days. Yes. And in a similar vein, we're going to chat about proms, if you don't mind. Oh. And the Americanization of the school system Brilliant. in general. Oh, Other it. topics include jobs we've lost and gained, new jobs and old, uh, plus the usual features, a royal proclamation, what's trending with our new jingle, oh, and yeah. a clothing forecast. But right now, Jamie, you look like you're in the right mood. Well, do you know what, Steve? I, 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 I've got a complaint again. Oh, I get it. We always I, kick off with your complaint. Well, you see, this is a valid complaint. Oh. My complaint this week is those companies who adopted certain practices because they had to because of COVID mm. but are now still over two years on dragging this on. Right. Prime example, my dad walked in, he got a letter to mm. say he needed um, to make an appointment at Specsavers. Yeah. Right? He was due. So he's walked into Specsavers with his letter only to be told you can't come in to make an appointment you need to phone the number on the letter to make an appointment. So my dad says, well, I'm here now. Uh. And then, no, 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 you you have to phone up. So he literally went outside the shop, which has got a big glass front. No, you're not. You're and not he phoned up. And he booked an appointment then. He, he, he was stood outside <coughs> the shop looking through the window and phoned. And he says, he's sure it was the same woman that picked up. And I oh, spec savers, you know, can I book an appointment? And they booked an appointment. No way. Yeah. That is incredible. So, shame I on you. I thought you were just going to walk away disgruntled because I've done that. I don't, not with myself, I have to say. but Well, I have even done it with myself, which is even more ridiculous. At hairdressers, you know, on a high street hairdresser, you think, I need a trim. Right, there's one there. No one in it. Yeah. And you go in. And they go, yeah, can I help you? I said, well, I'll just stop and look at my head. It's not going to take you above five, Two minutes. five minutes at the most. That's if you wash it and dry it as well, right? Yeah. He said, can you fit me in? All right, let's have a look. And then they get that big book. 
Like that. Right. We can do you a week on Thursday. A week on Thursday, if that's any, any use to you. I've got... Well, there's no one... There's, you're all just stood around. There's no one in. No. And you can't fit me in for a haircut. It's like putting a scouring pad on a coconut, your head. <laughs> That's your haircut, isn't it? It's not, it's not a talk, tricky job, is it? this week about my hair. You're not going to need a stylist, no, are we, for it's your not, head? It's, it's just wispy, isn't it? Quick and, job. The moment, I've noticed a lot, as if it gets too long as well, I always noticed in windy conditions, if it... Anyone, you know, if I have to do a selfie or anything like that, and I all look, and I just look back at it and go, oh, what's that wispy bit of hair just floating up? Anyway. You know, it's nearly time. You're nearly at the age for hats, Steve, when you go out. Hats. Yeah, there's something else. Although you're talking about, um, the, about hangovers from the pandemic. Oh, yeah. And delivering is still a hangover from the Since the pandemic, it seems acceptable for delivery people. To just drop your parcels wherever they want. It's like an acceptable. It would never be acceptable. You would have to either leave it with a neighbour or they'd take it away. I don't get any letters now saying it's at the post office or anything like that. Who would have thought, um, after all these years, a secure place was your blue bin? The blue bin? This is exactly what I've just written now. No, they've left. That's what they left two parcels yesterday. I'd order a spark plug for my lawnmower and some sun cream. Yeah. And. I looked, I couldn't believe what I was reading. They dropped the note through. So your preferred option is your neighbour. Yeah. Right? So I went, right, okay, we'll leave it with them. They weren't in. So what we so we put it in your bin. You put what I got a Imagine I got it a, was bin day. Imagine I, it was bin day. I had an agreement with bin man. Unlikely, I know, but that they'd go around the back of my house to get the bin. But he put it in the bin. That happened to uh, Mark Crossley, the footballer. He was uh, on Twitter then said about it. They'd left it in the bin and the, the bin men had come. And they just bend his... They probably don't even look, did they? They just wheel the blue bin off and bosh, off it's gone. Yeah. It just defies... But I why would anyone uh, think that's a secure place to leave anything? I got a photograph of my item, which literally they just take a photo and go, it's being left over your gate. Yeah. And it was electrical stuff. Yeah. So I had to phone my neighbour straight away. And make it you get because it might rain. Yeah. I run the other day behind a bush in the front garden. Just, just chucked. Just literally, it wasn't even. I said behind the bush. This is quite a high bush, more of a tree, if yeah. you know. So behind, be, hidden behind a tree. As somebody who um, worked as a delivery driver during yeah. the pandemic, I understand the stresses they are under. They okay. have got a very right. strict time okay, scale. But that that's a different issue as to where they can put the secure stuff. A secure place isn't a plastic blue bin with no... If you were a thief now, mm. you don't even need to think about going in someone's houses. You could just go on a state and check bins. Yeah. And you're bound... <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get if something, you? If you check 300 bins a day, you're going to get something. You're going to get something. <laughs> it might be a kettle, but you're going to get something if you check 300 bins a day. If you've got the gust to get that. I mean, you'll be on every camera and ring the thing. We should set film up. We and should video, set up. but you will. We should set up a website, Bins and Bushes. Bins and Bushes. Bins and Bushes, and it's just loads of things that we've found behind Bins and Bushes. Well, do you know, isn't it funny how you've, you've just said about set up a website because we were talking the other day about jobs mm. new job like this is a new thing isn't it yeah but i yeah. was thinking about from years and it came up in uh, i'm we all right to talk about this now yeah 
crack on. Because I know you, it, you it, run it, the process. Well, you know what? I was just thinking in my head how smooth a link that was. It seemed seamless. And, and then, then you ruined it, it now by going, should we talk about this shit or not? I, I, yeah, but I feel like I have to ask your permission <laughs> as the elder statesman. Uh, you may proceed. Because it came up on Love Island. You don't make still a Love Island fan. Oh, yeah. And then they go around the tech, like the when they get new people in, they go, So, what do you do for a living? Mm. And there are all these jobs that never existed. And this, and one of the most popular, <coughs> they go, Is uh, me, I'm a content creator. A content creator, yeah. Now, by that, I, online, Instagram, TikTok, it's a these are genuine jobs. I spoke to a girl last week, um, she was a very Oh, she started speaking, and I went, I mean, you've got a really nice way about it. She was uh, like the hostess welcoming people into yeah. this event. I mean, yeah. you've got a really good way. She has, She felt like yeah. she was everyone's friend. Was she pretty, Jim, was she? I, no, what I would say is she was a girl <laughs> next door. All right, okay. She was just okay. a very nice person. Yeah. yeah. And I said, will you get a picture of me and Pete? Yeah. I said, you know, he was the other lad I was working with. Uh, not you. Yeah. Uh, that funny, Pete. And... Uh, <laughs> And then I said, we'll put it on our Instagram. And she went, uh, I'm an influencer, you know. She didn't. She did. And I went, no. She went, yeah. I said, well, seriously? Because you were well, at what point? Well, you, I mean, how does that become a... T I mean, well, we cannot, I could say I'm an influencer. What she said is... Go on. What she said is um, she lost nine stone in just over a year. And now companies will send her clothes, items, accessories, because her, through her weight loss program, she gains a, thousands of followers, and she's just likeable, trustworthy type person. So now, so they send their products to, and people go, oh, look, it's such and such, she's dead nice, and we trust, and she only takes stuff that she genuinely thinks, and she puts it on a, on a post, and they pay her a lot of money. See, that's where... I've lost a lot of hair. We <laughs> can get you a hair growth. I'm trying to think. If, if you want to send me... Oh, imagine just getting hair growth. How brilliant, how brilliant for this podcast would it be if every week I tried a new method of hair growth? Yes. We do have somewhere. I have my nan's... We, we, talk, we discussed this in the past. I have somewhere a, a book with my nan's old recipes and there's somewhere in that there's a, some hair restoring. It consists of something like lemons and... Uh, cumin or something mixed well, together uh, and rubbed into your scalp or something ridiculous. I tell you what, we could do it for three or four months. Yeah. Right? Try all these different products. If all else fails, <laughs> just me our numbers will go up. The massive bushy head. No, but if we do, if it fails, then we can get enough money. We can send you to Turkey and yeah. you can come back looking like a celery patch. <laughs> Big treat. Eh? Hi. But what we got to do is you just got. We've got to pretend that nothing's new. I've See, always I had her. Yeah, well, I, no. well, I'm a bit like that with my... I have to say, I, I I worry that, you know, if, for example, there was some kind of miracle cure for baldness now, yeah. right, would I be right to take it? No. Because it'd be purely on vanity reasons and not for comedic... Because people say to me, they go, oh, I just have to look at your face. You've got one of them faces. I know. Now, I'm assuming by faces they mean the whole head. I'm the lot. talking about the hair, yeah. the, the big sticky-out ears. You know, I'm being so very self-critical. Feel free to contradict. Well, I think if you had hair, hair your face would look even smaller. And you've already right, got... Okay. So I think your head is it's in... It, and face is... It's almost its like entirety. the hair's gone, whoa, we better get out of here. Otherwise, he looks yeah, well out of Your big slap head gives you more of a face. <laughs> I think it's a it's a win for you. My wife told me I'd needed Botox last night because of my wrinkles in my face. Oh, I've got a lot of wrinkles. 
got a lot of, lot of wrinkles. Would you like it? Before, I'm gonna th- I've got these other jobs here, like a top tip. Yeah, go on, go on, go on then. Give us some other, other jobs then. No, I'm going to give you a top yeah. tip for your wrinkles. Okay. When you get up in the morning, right? <laughs> your, your forehead's wrinkling as you're telling me this. Yeah, well, I'm not I don't buy it on my forehead. This. I don't oh, put it on, right, okay. never on my forehead. All right. I do it on my crow's feet and all my right. lines there. Oh, what do you put? What do you put? Bit of Vaseline. Bit of Vaseline. You don't, you don't. Leave it for an hour or so. And then when you jump in the shower, just carry on there. Put your moisturiser on. Vaseline's the greatest product ever. Not before bed, though, because you had to keep falling off the pillow, on it? You'd be slipping off. Yeah. You'd be slipping off. Good Take point. the tip if you want. It's up to you. Okay. It's a natural product. You know what I mean? To be around, but you know what I mean? Petroleum Go. jelly is a natural product, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thinking about that. Okay. Thinking about that. Other jobs. Um, jobs. Well, other things. YouTuber, big one, multi-millionaire, these mm. youngsters um, who've embraced that have made absolute fortunes. Yeah, and it does make you feel stupid back in the day. And like, another oh, one which that, you huh? use, you mm. do use another job which has seemed to have creeped up. And I think it's because of the the pandemic and now people have returned to work. A really popular thing I've seen on, on uh, social media is the dog walker. Oh, yeah. It was never a thing, but now people... You couldn't buy a dog. There was th- there were that much in demand, you being one, and well, now people are walking the, pandemic, the dogs. You see, mate, what, you see, what's happened during the pandemic, there was so, obviously, loads of families, I, myself included. I mean, I did take a long... took me 12 months to finally cave into... I said 12 months, probably 12 years of being badgered by the kids to finally get a dog. So we caved in, but... It was fine during the pandemic because we were we were in with the dog. We could take the dog out for walks each day. That's right. Suddenly, we're all back at work. Yeah. And if I get a gig away, I'm not in most of the day. I'm thinking we need a dog walker. So that's why we got yeah. a dog walker. Dogs for life, Steve. Get, Mike. Steve, oh, no. dogs yeah. for life, not just a pandemic. You're right. Yeah, so I, you you should have thought that through. I, I, I genuinely should have But you use a dog walker, don't you? I use a dog walker, £12 a day. Really? Yeah, £12 a day. Get it. Sorry, £12 yeah, t- for an hour's walk. But they're doing like three, four walks a day, these dog walkers, you know. Are they? Oh, honest. You see them with them, five dogs. Five five dogs per person, I think, is probably the limit. It doesn't look... They don't look controllable, to be honest with you. And I don't think they do. I think they just run run off. They go go wild. But as long as the dogs all get on. Do you know what I mean? Wow, 12 pounds. So you, you add that up, is that if there's like £12, so you're talking like, you know, if you're doing 10 dogs a day, it's yeah. 120 quid just for just for going for a walk, for the but walk that you would, would have probably done it's anyway. It's an essential thing. But do you know some of the, some of the jobs, some yeah. of the jobs we have lost? Yeah. Oh, now we've got, I've, got, I've made a whole list of some of these ones. Go on. You give, well, 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 I've got, well, I'll go first, then go you, on, go, you go, then go, on, then I'll then go. You go on. The traditional milkman with his float. Now, we still have a milkman. With a float, but I take but is it is a nice float or van? Float milk float. No proper milk float. We still get the milk float, right? And Why have you never took a photo of him? Because I'm never up at four in the morning. <laughs> is that what time he comes? Oh, with, I've been. You know when you get a late flight home? Yeah, I we've been on late flights arriving in Manchester. Get back from the airport at like three, four in the morning. Milk's there. Wow. I don't know what time she gets up. I'm, I think she goes does it before she goes to bed night before, to be honest with you. Unbelievable. Uh, but she messages her this and we can stop leaving me notes. And I still leave a traditional, because I like a note in a box. What are you supposed to do? Right, well, well, apparently. Now, here's my number. Text me. Oh, she's moving on. Yeah. I Evolution. I, I know, it's weird that you don't expect for your front. You want, well, I suppose if you're going traditional with the milkman, you want 
you or milk lady as it is you want to still be able to do the traditional things of a little naughty I know but I suppose they can't carry extra stock on the float can they well, so it's I know, easier well, to set no, off knowing what you're dropping I off. I understand that, but I, the, one of the best pranks I ever played in my life was in an April Fool's Day, me and my mates once went, went around the local estate and stuck notes in all the li- milk bottles saying two extra pints today. And every pint, <laughs> the milkman of that neighbourhood was rubbing his hands together going, you won't believe how many extra pints are sold today. Yeah. And it's because we, me and my mates, I'd um, just put the little note out and all those houses got, if they were two really? pints or four or whatever, two extra pints for every house. Nasty Thief. that, it? Terrible. Terrible. Know. Give me another job that we've lost, eh? Another one. I don't know if you remember this guy, right? You remember Rag and Bone Men? Who? Rag and Bone Men. Rag and Bone. Rag and Bone. Rag and Bone. Rag and Bone. I remember the Rag and Bone Men. We had two Rag and Bone Mans on our street. Did you? I lived in a cul-de-sac, right? Lady House Close, it, it was lovely. It was a very friendly cul-de-sac. Yeah. And, but there was a little, little like, alleyway at the top. You could sneak in from the main road. And oh, you'd hear yeah. him come in through there. with One had a pram. The other one couldn't access that way because he had a cart. Proper horse and cart one. That was always exciting. Just for that the benefit of uh, younger listeners, mm. um, Rag and Bone Man isn't the chart-topping... <laughs> person you, you're thinking of the rag and bone a, man he's not a bloke who sold rags and bones either he, he used it? to just collect I might be wrong on this this is purely me um, trying to think of why why they're called rag and bone and I think it goes back to the fact that on the carts originally they used to sell bits of rags to make old, so they're taking old clothes yeah and give them out you know, you know, to poorer people who they want some some kind of clothing, these rags, old clothes, if you like. So, and then bones. I wonder whether they used to collect bones for people to boil up as, and make for stock for soups and stuff. It's purely my own theory. thought. That interesting. I wonder theory. whether that because they Maybe were basically it was a jumble sale on wheels, wasn't it? A rag and bone, man. Yeah. Being They'd replaced round, by the Facebook market. They'd take stuff in. If you wanted to get something off his off his pram, one was a big pram, big silver cross pram, he'd wheel that round. It's incredible to think that, that that's, his, that's, that's his living. But this was in our lifetime. Yeah. That sounds ridiculous. It, it sounds like that as soon as we got something from him, we were off to a well to collect some water, doesn't it? Unbelievable. That's how dated it was. But our rag and bone man also doubled up as, this is the other trade that you just don't see anymore, a knife sharpener. He had a, he had a, oh, he had a wheel, okay. a grinding wheel on the back of his yeah. pram, if you like, and he'd set it up and everyone, everyone used to come out with it, the stuff. It would, it would be a queue standing behind him as he'd sharpen your secateurs, your shears, your gardening shears, lawnmower blades. See, these days the people would just bin them and get new. Just bin them. Wow. Straight on Amazon, order one, one comes next day. When I was writing all this the other day, <coughs> yeah. and this is how algorithms work, then I got a post came on my Facebook timeline, and it was like, and I've seen this company before, and he is the hybrid of old and new. So it's a bloke called, right? This is the best business ever. He's called Paul the Pie Man. Okay. Right? And basically, he makes pies, and you'll see his van going round Standish and Wigan, and you order a pie and go, I want a pie, right? 
and he brings it to your door the next day. He'll do free delivery. Do have a shop? Te- He's not have a shop then? No, he has it. It's purely from his van. He's, I've got a van, right? Yeah. I've got it on. And you can get any pie you want. Now, the beauty is, you can go, yeah, look. There you go. Look, meat and potato, £2.05, right? Meat and potato large? £6.25? How big is that? No, they're massive. That was good. But that's not, massive. I'll be honest with you, that's not a bad price. I, and do you know what? I've used him in the past and I forgot all about him. We're doing this just before lunch. I'm sorry. I, I, I forgot all about him. Look, butter, butter large. £6.25. It's £9 for a tub of layer pack these days. Yeah. Better off just getting the butter pie, taking the pastry off and keeping it. I think this price is going to be quickly out of date if it is using... Custards, like large fruit. So you literally... It's called Paul the Pie Man, right? Look, he's got a website. Yeah. It, no, what the best thing is, look, I'm going to go... I'm going to click on the... Uh, there's a gallery. I know, there's a gallery. gallery. <laughs> it's just people... I'll be honest with you. It is a brilliant business, but it's very... I don't know whether he'd succeed quite as well if he wasn't in Wigan. Oh, it's the most northern it's thing the most, ever. It's the most Wigan thing ever, isn't it? Yeah. Part, I mean... Yeah, look, 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 look. So we've got here. This is the best bit for me. Oh, so you, you go onto the good. shop, chicken and mushroom. There's pictures of all the pies. Look, yeah. hot pot. But they just look... None of them are cut open. So they're all, look, the fruit oh. pie looks the same as the... Look, the... None of them are cut open, poor pie. But th- so you don't know what's in them. But the best bit is, when it comes to the potato and meat pie there, it says image coming soon. <laughs> you could have put it's any pie. I love the fact it's, it's not got the picture done yet. What happened there? Like, to, like it's a model that needs time uh, to get ready. Brilliant. So he literally is somebody that's gone right oh, I, I, can we do it can we do this I think this should be a regular feature on our podcast though each week seeing where, how long it is before Paul the Pieman puts a picture of his that's a lot of peas right. in that by the way Paul the Pieman puts a picture of his pie of his which one is it meat and potato meat and potato no well let's, we'll call it well, let's do a get, let's get a jingle we've got a new jingle well, let's get one when will Paul the Pieman put a picture of his poor, <laughs> his poor pie on the on his page on his page it's called, pota- it's called potato and meat not meat and oh, potato. No, you see, that's there'll just be a reason. That's just, there'll be a reason. There is. It's to do with the ingredients, isn't it? But like the Jurassic Park, he, he evolved right. and found a way. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. I've seen them on this estate. Have you? Yeah. Look, making a delivery? Yeah. We're only like one pie. What do, you, what do we. If I order it. We should do it. Can we get a pie now? If we ordered a pie now. Yeah. Would he just pop round with it? Yeah. Or you've got. I don't think he'll pop round whilst we're on. But you must have to give him so many hours' notice. It says... Could I order four pies for tea tonight? No, it says no uh, order too small. Honestly. Look, what, I delivery can't. update, pies delivered fresh from the bakery to your door daily. And he says no order too small. I'm pretty sure there's no order too small. And there's a picture of his van. I phone him up, one port pie. It'd be, it might be too, not yeah, too small. Yeah, but the thing small, is, he's going to be up. He's going to be no minimum order value. You know what's going to happen? What? We'll order one now. We'll be doing podcasts and he'll leave it in your blue bin. <laughs> 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 That's right. We'll be, we'll be too busy. You go down, where's this part? I'll be out of my bush. <laughs> Free delivery within 10 miles of standish. No minimum. I think it's the best. As soon as we finish today, I'm ordering a pie from Paul. Are you? I think he's, br- I think he's brilliant. We love it. Why are they more like that? Like, look, that's... But he also does custard pies. That'd be interesting. I wonder if he... I'm hoping. I'm hoping. You just open the door and you just and he get puts it in your face. in your face. 
That would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Oh. <laughs> in a full clown outfit. Mate, it, you see, if, that's the sort of thing I could get away what? with. If he gives us, yeah. what sort of pie is your favourite? Um, I do like a meat and potato. I like a meat and potato. Yeah, yeah, if he yeah. gives us okay. a meat and potato pie yeah. for next week, <laughs> he can be our sponsor. That's official sponsorship. Yeah, that's yeah. our cost. Yeah, okay. It's like a pie. If you're, listening, if you're listening to this, Paul... We in your van Jim, just drop it and put it in <laughs> he will now as well he'll put it in Jamie's blue bin you're going to have to check your blue bin now every night to check there's not two pies in it if Paul don't knock on the door he's got a new you've got a new bell you've got your new ring I don't, we'll see him and I'll get a pit and I'll get the footage don't go near his front door because he'll catch you that just sneak immediately to the back put it in his blue bin don't put it in the blue bin <laughs> Don't put it in the blue bin. Do you know what we're going to do now? Oh, go on. We're going to do what's trending. All right. What's trending? What's trending? Do you like oh, that? Oh, Jamie! Do you like that? I'm going as professional as Paul the Pie Man there. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Beautiful. People who are listening to that now think, what the bloody hell happened to that show there? The production yeah. value went up with it, that. It did. That Thank you very much beautiful. to Ricky and Jen. Yeah. For doing that for me in the seas of Beautiful the metal voice, can I just say what sort of stuff does she normally sing? She is one of the lead singers on uh, the Celebrity Beyond cruise ship, which is currently yeah. going round uh, Rome, etc., and all that. Beautiful. They are literally at sea and did that in the cabin for me last well, night. Thank you for, for <laughs> myself, uh, uh, Steve. Beautiful. I'll give you the list yeah, on, and then you the choose a number. Obviously, very political, but I've tried to avoid the politics. Well, I know. Uh, well, here's the three items. Boris, yeah, funnily enough, Lerpak and Wimbledon. You choose one, two, or three, Steve. Well, the I mean, the Boris one is obviously as we are recording this, we're hearing that he's going to announce his resignation. Whether that actually happens in the next hour or so, we it's anybody's guess. He's clinging I mean, on like a like, relative, you know, when you have a Christmas day and your family come round as a drunken uncle, yeah, and you can't, you're worried what he's going to say to your mum what he's going to do what he's got you know whether he's going to end up vomiting over your new kitchen you just worry about him and it's not until he's left that everyone that he ever can go oh. oh right what tell you on right what films on they can all finally relax and open a few presents give it's it like to him no hey it? do you know what it's like I he's, like, he's like Clubber Lang in the last two rounds of the Rocky film, isn't he? He still <laughs> thinks he can win. Still keep getting he's still on going, the... still going. I, I really know. He's got to the point. Hang on, hang I... on. Mm. Don't start going off on oh, one. Oh, okay, I've got to choose one. What number? Uh, two. Yeah. Two. Is, um, it's not Boris, it's Leipak. <laughs> oh, can we do one then? No, you do two and then we go back to All one. Right, okay, right. Leipak, nine pound. Leipak, nine pound. Nine pound for Leipak. Now, can I just tell you, yeah, it was a very dodgy media misleading um, oh, news right, item okay. what they did. Right. Because they went Leipak, nine pound. You think of the Leipak or the, the tub of butter or margarine that you'd have in your fridge for doing your toast, but mm. it was one of those big super square ones. Oh, right. It was a wholesale. It was like a. It was one Costco of the, kind of a big yeah. chunk. Oh, so right. they sort of wow, misled people with that. Yeah. So I was a bit disappointed. It's probably done some great matters. It's probably some subtle I think once you start it. doing that, you're on a slippery slope. They're also champion. The Joker. Over it. Oh, right. I get oh, it. God. I'm sorry. I can't believe. You can hit me on the head and. Can't believe it's not better. But did you spot. But did you. <laughs> Very good. I can't believe your jokes aren't better. Very good. 
Oh, did you oh. use butter as a kid? As a cure? It was a always cure? a cure for bumps. Did you bump yourself? Did your mum never rub butter on? Never. Ne- must have done. I'm telling you I now, think I, I'm I, not I tell, alone in this. Do you think we could afford to use butter? <laughs> do you know what we use for it everything? It wasn't £9 a tub we back used, then. We just used a dock leaf. <clears throat> oh, a dock leaf? everything. Dock leaf, butter and brown paper with vinegar on it. Never owned brown paper. But never owned brown You don't no. own you, you get deliveries with brown paper in. No. You get your meat. If you think in Kirby we had meat coming in brown paper, you're just completely, you know, you're misled. You're misled. Um, But you must have put put, everyone. No, no, everyone in your world. No, listen. Everyone in your middle class. Holidays in the Jaguar. There's a butter rubbed on your bumps. Nobody could afford to waste food on bumps and cuts. (laughs) All right? You put your leg in the river alt or the canal and give it a good wash. That's what you do. When it comes out, when it comes out, you dry it off with a dock leaf. That was life. Not your way with all your fancy grandma books that are passed down with all these theories and ingredients and concoctions. To be fair, fair, I'm the one going bald here. There's probably too much butter. Canals and dock leaves on my head. Right. There, I wish I'd been dipped in more canals and dot leaves. And that was it. And Wimbledon, of course. <coughs> oh, Wimbledon, yeah. I, that was just on because it's did. Wimbledon. Yeah. But all the Brits went out. Oh, mind you, that fella's still in. I don't know his name. It's common this time of year. He's a fella who's in, but who's British, but I don't know his <coughs> name. No, isn't that funny? There doesn't seem to be the same height behind him as there was it used to be with Andy Murray's because we've, had a, we've had a winner recently now. Yeah, and he lives here. Yeah. It's not like one like that Greg Rosetsky years ago who yeah, sort of came in on a... He, yeah. he, this lad was born in South Africa, moved to New Zealand, and then came to, to Britain. But his right. mum and dad are both British. Right, yeah. And now he, and he does live in... Um, so there is some tenuous link to Britain. <laughs> well, he has lived here. His mum and dad are British, but he did right. move here as a young boy. Oh, right. Okay, I think it was like 15, 16 in London. So right, fair right. play to him. Fair play okay, to him. good on We're talking uh, about Boris now. Go on. I forgot what I was going to say now. Sorry. No, but you, you asked the order. Some, well, uh, I've, no, I've just totally gone out of my head what I was going to say about the fact that... that oh, well, we, were, well, we were actually saying, weren't we, about this the time that we're recording this. We don't know they'll be in or out. Do we? No. So it, might, it might well be gone. I've forgotten what I was going to say. Oh, all right, then. I'm a to- do you know what do? Hey, do you know what? We've put yeah. this off for weeks, Steve. Yeah. We put it off since Father's Day. Oh, no, th- there was one one other thing that I did think was quite humorous. Tell me. Because one of the first people to resign before he resigned himself yeah. uh, was the children's minister, Will Quince. Now, I don't know if you saw this. He put a letter on Twitter oh. on parliamentary-headed paper, signed Will. But you know what he missed? What? He's the children's minister. No pictures. Oh. He should have put some... At the very least, he should have done it in Comic Sans Serif font, don't you think? Yeah. That would have been like just a little... Hey, it's the children's... Look at a pop-up me- a message to the and Prime a stiff Minister. Man. Just a big hand coming out with a finger like that, popping up. Hey. I'm leaving the government. Doing Children's Minister. Very disappointing. Mr. Mr. Tumble could have announced it for him. I know. Mr. Or a puppet. A puppet. God, that would... Absolutely. I'm, monkey, I'm monkey, popping up with a puff and Oh, you, you look sad, Mr. Quince. Yes, well, that's because I've got some sad news. What's your sad news today? Well, it's what I was telling you earlier. Let me whisper it to you, and you can tell all the people. <laughs> You're going to resign from the government. 
Yes. Sorry, boys and girls. <laughs> Gutted. Uh, you would have got that. You had that. a chance, Mr. You would have done it. Yeah, I would have done it. You would have got that it. monkey monkey out, wouldn't you? Absolutely, I would have. Steve, yeah. we put what? it off, we put it off, we put it off. Let's Tell me about it. your bad presence. Right. We were going to discuss this Father's Day, which was, I think, about a month ago now, wasn't it? About bad presents you had. And I've got two. One going back to my childhood and one going back to a few years ago from my wife. Right. The childhood one, we always used to get weird presents from my grandma. Mainly because she used to go to Tommy Field Market in Oldham, where she lived, and just pick up anything off whatever nearest store. Whatever she could fit in her handbag to go home with, right? Yeah. You know, or a shopping trolley, whatever. Uh, I've had all kinds of stuff and then one year I actually thought oh I opened my Christmas Christmas Day present this opened it up in front of her and I went oh this is actually alright it was a pair of socks thick skiing socks right and I thought well yeah wintry socks that's not a bad present from my gran good because bearing in mind I've had kind of I had a Rubik's Cube once that wasn't even it wasn't it wasn't a cube it was actually a, it was a cylinder with four sides. It was the easiest thing in the world to do. Right. So whereas a cube's got six sides, this was like just four. Oh, no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, moving little num- um, cubes about. Anyway, um, she says, do you like them about these socks? I went, yeah, Graham, those are absolutely, that's, they're really, really nice. She said, oh, I'm so glad because they never really fit me. Oh, she just donated them back on. Second-hand socks. Right. Socks that she'd worn. Oh, no. No. I know. No, no. If your grandma gave, <laughs> gave you... No. Your... Exactly. So that was a bad present. And I thought, that's probably going to go down as the worst present of my life. Yeah. Until... Oh. Until my wife, for my birthday one year, pops up and I open up. She had bought me, right, a breath tester. What, alcohol or stinky? No, not alcohol. A stinky breath test. Like, she says, well, I don't like to say it, but Steve, but, but I think because of your ping pong ball, sometimes, because oh. I juggle the ping pong ball, she says, your breath really smells. And I thought, well, that's not a good, at least you're being honest. But maybe not as a birthday present, eh? How does maybe it work? How occasion. does it work? But, well, this was the best bit. She says, well, what? So I looked at the instructions. She says, oh, it's an amazing little thing. Just a little device. You press that, you breathe on it. He's got a scale of one to four and how bad you be. Oh, two for me. Have a go, love. No, no, Passed no. it to her. <laughs> four. All right. Should we reassess who's got a problem here? Well, what balls has she had in her mouth uh, while you've been out working? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. Uh, well, funny enough, three months later was her birthday. Do you what want to get her? it? Tongue scraper. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. So what about yourself? Well, sister-in-law, absolute gem of bad presence. Oh, right. Sometimes you shouldn't name and shame, but Jacqueline. There's a list. But Jacqueline. Okay, yeah. Horrendous presence. They're that bad, they're good, but they're they're not good. Okay. Here's some of the stuff I've had of her. Plastic nut tray. One year. This is for all for Christmas, by the way. Plastic nut. Plastic nut tray. A DVD that had been watched. A Beatles DVD. (laughs) Right, it had no shrink. It had no shrink wrap on it, and I said to him, "I said you're lucky, really, that it didn't get robbed in the shop." I said because there was no shrink wrap on it, and he went, "No, we watched that, Jamie." He said, it was, right. "A Glade plug-in, 
It's a present. Yeah. A glaze. Oh, she's bad, mate. The, the act with the plug or just the... the it came the with the plug. Film. She actually works at Boundary Mill as well, by the way. So she... So oh, this is... Stuff, stuff isn't... Oh. Into, and then... Then... Yeah. And she gets me uh, and the other two brother-in-laws. We all get the, we all get the same. All right. We all okay. get the same. Yeah. So I've put these socks on. Funny you got socks, right? Yeah. And I thought... They're a bit thin. Right? They're a bit thin. I'll tell you about what happened throughout the day. So I know now. I've pulled them up and I know what they are. So I've took them straight off. Surgical stockings or something. Christmas afternoon. So I've, I've checked them Christmas morning. We're there and, and they're Ronnie, that's it, their husband. I went, thanks for the gift, Ron. He went, I said, the socks, eh? He went, yeah, and he had them on. He had a pair on. He went, they're smashing, aren't they? I went, not really. Pull them up. And he pulled them up. They were those uh, pop socks that women's wear. <laughs> no, like, like stockings, but they just go to just below your knee. Pop socks, yeah, yeah. They yeah. just went below your knee, and he had this big fancy. He'd not, he'd not pull them up. He just put them to, <laughs> just over his ankle. I went, yeah, they're nice, comfy socks. And it's only when I said pull him up, and he's seen this fancy stocking pattern. I went, we're all wearing stockings on. <laughs> Does she do it knowingly? No. If, if she does it knowingly, it's brilliant. It's genius. And she I doesn't knowingly does it. No, she doesn't knowingly. She actually goes, it's well, that'd be nice. Though. Heart in right place. Yeah, horrendous, horrendous gifts. Every year, horrendous. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Now, although, uh, another hangover from uh, previous weeks that we said we'd discuss, and we can uh, we can round off with this today, is about, we're going to talk about school sports day. We'll talk about America. We, we are bumping probably something for next week, which will be the talk about school proms. Yeah, right. Which is the Americanized, the general Americanization of so many things in in this country. Um, but school sports day, I've been thinking a lot about this. Oh yeah, I've seen a lot of posts from people, and it seems like some of the traditional school sports events are dying out. I haven't seen any photos of an egg and spoon race or a sack race. Oh, the, yeah. Recently. The, right, no, okay. It was there right. when Bradley was there, yeah. But, yeah. but the sack race, is it's it gone. like a proper... They, they don't, I think it's the sacks. The Hessian sack is a thing it of the no past more. and you just don't see them. Probably a very expensive best item got to, to buy. do now is it, it, probably it's... I would imagine there'll be schools, certainly younger age groups, who are, it's a bag for life race. And they're all in the handles of a bag for life and jumping in that, trying yeah. to, to. They haven't. They haven't actually see. started making. I noticed some schools as well had them actually made. They actually there are bags that they stand with the handles on. Oh, and they'll be I mean? like, like a safety type. You want proper. You want to be tipping you on your face. Proper, exactly. But what also made me think was that would, these events have never been taken to the next level. Oh, go on. Tell and me. So, well, things like an, an egg and spoon race. Yeah. In a pro- in a professional professional egg and spooners, do you yeah, know what I mean? Nobody went on to goal, perform, so it be- eventually becomes an Olympic event. That's right, yeah. Egg and spoon it. That's there's a lot of skill involved in it. There's a speed factor, and but then there's the balance. Yeah, right. If if anything, I would argue that that's harder than the hundred meters hurdles. I'd, I'd, you know You're just jumping over things. Yeah. Jump. Imagine the hurdles with the egg and spoon race. But I, then I did, and I thought this. I I thought this is never going to happen. And then yesterday, do you know what flashed up on my phone? What? The most incredible and yet brilliant and addictive to watch obstacle race in a swimming pool. Obstacle race. Yeah, in a swimming pool. 
So basically got the Olympic size swimming pools, three contests, and it was neck and neck and it was fascinating to watch because you come up and you're trying to work out what the obstacle was as well in the race. Right. So the diving, the first thing you had to do like breaststroke, whatever, or front crawl, they would tend to split the strokes up depending on what obstacle they were approaching. But then there'd be a bar uh, out of the pool. So they'd have to launch the bodies out the pool, grab the bar, do one pull up, yeah. down into the water again, under some matting that was floating. God, this is hard. Right? Then over a bar, then back under something at the bottom of the pool. It's great, isn't it? Wow. Brilliant. I'd pay to watch that. Uh, absolutely, you would. Of course, okay. you would. Of course, you would. Um, now, then, before we do finish today, I want to bring up something. I phoned you up the other week talk about um, Sleeping Beauty. Oh, because you've had your I've, script for Panto I've this had year. Script for Panto. Oh, we a, nice. We had a meeting this week about oh, oh, yeah. uh, about the pantomime, Sleeping Beauty. Can I come? And and I was I I was following up for any ideas. Have you come up with any ideas? Well, here's the thing: you, I never get a part in Panto, but you always pick me brain for mm. the funny parts, don't you? Well, I just yeah, I just do love the Panto. Yeah, excellent. Love Blackpool Grand and all that. But this year, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. So I, I struggle. So Sleeping Beauty is this, so you'd be playing the part of Smee. Smee, no, that's Peter Pan. <laughs> I'm silly, silly Billy is the title in Sleeping Beauty of the, of the comic. Silly Billy. They're very different. This is what's why it's so challenging as an. But they are all the same. Well, you say that. Which one's that? Sleeping Beauty is that the one with the apple? What? Where she she poisons herself. She has the apple. That's Snow White with the dwarfs. Where are muddles? Muddles. Muddles. I was muddled. That's what I'm saying. There's the fine nuances in character that make me so different each year. Well, why I'm don't silly you this year. Trainees? I was idle one year. I was idle, Jack. Right? And then there's buttons. These characters are so which one's diverse. Buttons? The one with the buttons. No, but which panto? <laughs> <laughs> Cinderella. Sleeping Beauty. You know Cinderella. the story of Sleeping Beauty. Right, what, go on. On. what happens in Sleeping Beauty? This, right, Cinderella. We are recording this, apple? aren't we? We are recording this. Is she the apple? Please. Cinderella's not... No, Snow White's the apple. Snow Cinderella the apple. is the slipper. You know this. Now, come on. No, I'm trying to think of Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. So, at the end... There's a clue in the title. Oh, is this where the, the beast kisses at the end? The beast? The fella kisses her at the <laughs> end. Oh, Andy, me. She gets kissed at the end, doesn't she? The beast doesn't get... The prince kisses her. Not it's not even. Yeah, at the but end. wasn't the it's, it's not even. The, at the end. Yeah, but wasn't the prince a beast, and then does something good, and then they revert him back to what he was previously. Thanks to some dwarfs and a, a lost slipper. You're getting them all confused, mate. Tell me about Sleeping Beauty because I'm proper Beauty. mixed up here. So go spinning on. wheel, spinning wheel, a spinning wheel. She pricks her finger on a spinning wheel, and goes to sleep for a hundred years. And then a bloke pops up and kisses it. Now, this is where we've That's got problems. It. This is where there are problems in a 21st century, is whether there's consent. This is the... And I, <laughs> listen, I'll be dragging as many jokes about this as I possibly can, is whether that kiss is consensual. Because she's asleep. If someone's been asleep. And, it, and to more to the point, point would you kiss someone who's been asleep for 100 years? No, because the breath is stinking. Right, exactly. Now, there's someone who would need a breathalyzer. She'd be number four. She'd be number four straight away. I'll be, I mean, I'd be very reluctant to kiss. I'll be honest, I'm reluctant to kiss anyone. Why does she sleep for 100 years? Because she pricks her fingers. There's a curse on the spinning wheel. What's they tried to destroy wheel? all... This, this, bear in mind, this is the last spinning wheel in the kingdom. They've all been destroyed because the king knows about the curse. So does this happen at the start? 
Well, the curse happens at the start. It says the the bad fairy comes on and says, or oh, Maleficent, or as is what she, Carabos is, is in the pantomime version, right? Uh, so you got Carabos, and she comes on and she says, "Well, I want invited to a christening party," you know, because she's mank. She's not really, but right. she sounds. Evil. And what about the other? What about the ugly sisters? No, oh, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie. Tell me the funniest thing of a Sleeping Beauty that sticks in my... Because Sleeping Beauty, is that Disney? Yeah. That's is a Disney one. It's the one. The, 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 the villain. She turns into a dragon. Who Surely does? you remember that bit. Who? Maleficent in the in the snow in the sleeping. Yeah, you said you Snow me, White. You got me. Doing you said it Snow now. White. You got me. That's because you're mangling me brain, it's man. It's the same blooming thing every year, head. but you just it's swap not... names. Well, you'd be saying it's, there's something behind me every year next. Well, there is. Yeah, there is. Hiya, kids. Hiya. Silly Billy. This year. <laughs> You silly Listen, Billy this year. The Blackpool audiences are so confused now, they don't know what they're shouting anymore. I go, I your kids, they go, I your buttons, silly Billy, what, what, what are you What does me shout? I your kids. I Captain. <laughs> That's the one exception to the rule because... When does I, he? When, well, because when I do Smee, you see, I'm more of a double act because I'm Captain Huxley. It's the only time I'm actually technically a baddie in the panto. Right. Which is why, in some respects, it, that's what I makes it so much fun. I can't remember Sleeping Beauty. Sorry, I've got muddled up there. Unbelievable. I'll come and watch it. Free tickets? It's got a happy ending. But I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But it oh, will, the dwarves are in it. Eh? The dwarves are in it. No, they're not. <laughs> no. You're dopey. Oh, You're so dopey. Steve. Yeah. Do the clothing forecast, okay. mate. Okay. Well, there's a marked increase in red and white this weekend, although isolated to Euro England women's team areas. Light jackets and waterproofs will soon give way, you'll be pleased to hear, to more familiar shorts and t-shirts this weekend, and even a few vest tops and bikinis may appear again by next week. Expect clammy evenings as well, for some wearing polyester especially, but the smart money is cotton and linen. Floral patterns also re-emerging after a brief drought. However, for those approaching middle age like ourselves, Jamie, it's time to stop wearing jeans and settle for slacks and comfortable shoes from henceforth. Cardigans, also essential as you'll start to feel the drafts of an evening. Shoe state, plimsoll to croc, underwear, loose to floozy, and that's your clothing. And that's your podcast without a royal proclamation. Oh, you are joking. Oh, Jamie. I bet it's a bit most popular episode. It was a cracking one this week. Share with friends. Thanks for listening. Do you want to do it? No, do it oh, next week. No.